podcast today I talked to Melly Ula. Melly is currently a full-time student in Florida, um, but I've known him on social media for years. He's posted a lot of creative photo video and done everything. He's always been networking with people online. He's always been posting bangers worth of stuff. Now he spends most of his free time recording for the UCF athletic department. And then from his free time from there, he spends his time just doing his own thing. Making an extra buck, making music videos, blah, 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 blah. He's done it. He's a hustler. Had a great time talking to him with voice for the first time. All around good vibes. A lot of good stuff there. Let's get into it. Yo, Melly, how we doing, bro? Doing good. How about you, bro? Pretty freaking fantastic. I, I woke up not knowing if I wanted to do a Monday today, but like, you know, after doing the motions, I don't feel too bad. Well, okay, I feel like I had more of an unproductive day. I like got, um, I woke up, I missed class because I took a Benadryl last night to uh, headache relief and shit. Yeah. Um, and I missed class. I just ended up having a uh, taco Monday, actually, not even a taco Tuesday. Rick. We just went, we drove 30 minutes out. We saw an Instagram reel. Yeah, have this taco place, and it was 30 minutes away, so me and my roommates just went, and, like, yeah. So that was the entire day. That sounds pretty productive, man, going after something you saw, at least, you know? Yeah, I guess. Increasing other people's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I thought for the longest time UCF was in Gainesville. I had them switched around. I could. Y'all are in Orlando. I'm like, Gainesville's so boring, but, like, Orlando's got to be pretty fired. Yeah, you're thinking of UF. Because mm-hmm. I, I watched the Tim Tebow documentary, and I'm like, no way, UF's in Gainesville? I thought that was UCF. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. How's how's the college life, bro? It's good. I mean, I'm we're filming every game. Like, recently, I just shot a game. I was already halfway in the edit yeah. um, during halftime. We, we were blowing them out. It was our first. It was our second Big 12 game, but, like, first, like, in uh, – first home big 12 game um and it was packed out we were sold out we blew them out it was like i think 27 oh like third quarter by fourth quarter it's 30 33 35 and oh no then they were up within like i think less than a minute left and yeah yeah, we just we were fucked yeah i got so many cuts but i can't do anything so it's like right do you have like a strict like no post policy or something oh post it's like anything like we try not push out content if like you know we lose because it just doesn't make sense yeah but like they try and get some stuff out but it's just i just lost the hope inside like when we lost i'm like damn like there's no point like we just lost we took in i can't post a video and act like nothing just happens right look next time yeah Obviously, me and you both know a ton of other people from a other and other wow other schools that do that same type of thing. Um, how does how does UCF's kind of creative team compare to other colleges that you see other kids working at? Well, for one, like I mean, we obviously know uh, Jeremy from uh, Georgia Tech, and I got to meet him like last year and stuff. Um, and he's a pretty cool dude. But like to put it in perspective, like different schools have different like. amount of money for like these type of programs and UCF definitely is one of those poverty programs when it comes to like the media team but the team itself has so much money um but the thing I like about UCF is we don't let that stop us like even though we we have to use some of our own gear for most of our stuff um the crew still kills it every time and we make the most of what we have and even people like for interns like we don't get paid we don't get anything and we still like work twice as hard so it's pure dedication on um, you know, our team and like we, you know, 
these people are just hungry to create content, get out there, pushing their content. I really respect that. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, there's like nothing that they can really get on their end other than attraction from people. So it's literally like for pure, like just creating. And I yeah. like admire. Yeah, it's it's a that is a beautiful thing. One thing I have that I did respect was like their duo, their collab posting with the creators that make it. I've never seen that before. You know, I, I think I saw something on your feed that, that, you know, it was on the UCF accounts. So that that's probably something those those lesser like poverty, whatever programs could get away with, which is super nice, you know? Yeah, they actually recently just did that and it started kind of like, I'm pretty sure it started on me first. Um, one of the people that we used to intern on our team, he was on the photo team, um, and his name, that is Julian J. Bright. Um, he ended up graduating this year and he ended up securing a position with UCF marketing. So now he's in charge of like the, like all the social media related things. And I had posted it and it was just like, it was a one shot post. Like I just really liked the shot and I posted it and other people on my team were like, yo, this is really cool. Like, and he hit me up and he was like, yo, you should have just collabed with like UCF uh, football. And I was like, wait, like, I didn't think that was possible because before UCF wouldn't even comment under my stuff. Like their football team was just like they would push out content, had nothing, no ties to any of the creators. And now like Julian, like, you know, one thing I really about like about what he's doing is he's pushing us to, you know, stand outside the box. UCF has been and so many other football teams have been just posting like just, you know, pure highlights or game replays and action and stuff like that and all this stuff. So no matter what page you go to, it's always the same video or same like style and stuff. But nobody really goes outside the box and tries to change things and like one thing i like about him is he he tries to get stuff like that out like he's like let's like you know it's cool making that stuff but like let's try and do something different and like let's try and push more content that's different so he really pushes us to like you know experiment stuff and i really fucked with that yeah how many guys are kind of in your like you know intern team or whatever um we have a photo team video team and then a market marketing team separately so there's a lot of people but in the i'm in the video team and I think we have like a good like seven seven. We have like I would say ten to twelve. Okay. About like roughly around there. And it so- it sounds like there's yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, those are just interns. And then we have like I think four uh people that actually work for UCF itself. Right, right. Oh um, it it sounds like you got a system down, you know, you're trying to get the edits done during the game and stuff like that, you know. You know, you get yeah, to do you know how I work. Like I usually like, you know, like this is so that video you did see that kind of violated a big 12 code because we can't like shut down all the lights. And we did do that. So that kind of put us in a watch list for like the thing. So most of our games now are going to be probably during the day because of that, um, because we're like they don't trust us like that no more. So that was the first game I shot during the day, like this semester. And I've recently changed up my grading like you've seen. So I grade on DaVinci now. Yeah. I was just super hyped to like grade. So I like during halftime, I came back to the office and I just started editing and everyone like all the interns are looking at my stuff like, yo, bro, like some leak the sauce. That shit's so cool. And I'm over here like, I'm like, oh, nah, 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 chill, chill, chill. Um, and then um, third quarter comes. I'm like, I'm like, I have a good amount of good chunk of like, just like, you know, ambience and stuff down, just like vibes and stuff. And that shit's fucked, bro. Like, we're, they, they catch up, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me stop editing for a second. Like, yeah. So, there's...
you you uh you graduated with the you graduated with the two year before you went to UCF, right? Yeah, so I actually transferred from a state college. Um, I didn't have like two years, but I had like a year done of my AA. Um, and I transferred. I did like a semester of community college, and I was like, bro, this is like this feels like lower than high school. This feels like middle school. So I like transferred out and I came to UCF, and then I got on their media team. Yeah, yeah. And how's how's kind of that? You know, when you grew up, you kind of just made media for fun and did your own thing. How was kind of you know? getting into kind of a systematic kind of media thing did you like it did you dislike it how'd you feel about it um the thing with that is it, it was definitely different because I've never created in a team it was just like yeah. you know always like you know like the travel videos that we came from it would be like um creating just just like I took a trip with my friends and boom like here's a here's a quick edit or here's vibes but like being on a team it's like yo like this person has this job and you're here to do just this job and it's like once you're done, drop the footage, make an edit, boom, that's it, call it a day. And it's like, it feels, sometimes it, it is quick to feel like a job, but then it's like, um, you know, you you know, like, it gets fun too when you learn, like, what you need to get. Since I'm, like, dedicated fan shots and tailgates and stuff like that, I, like, just do that kind of stuff and, like, I try and, like, change things up. So it, it gets fun. Oh, 100%. Um, and then how does, how does traveling work? Are you able to travel every game? So usually what they do for, um, usually what they do for like our away games, it's mostly like out of state. It's usually just the people that are like, you know, are working on full time, like, um, for UCF content. So it's like our, like people that are above us, but I know last year, like usually they don't do this, but last year what ended up happening was we had a game at FAU, which is like, like three, four hours away. And we have a bus where like the workers go and stuff, like people that help. So I was like, yo, like, what are the chances? Cause we know, like, you know, um, Alex Hampstead, she was in, um, she, she like records for FAU. So I was like, that'd be cool to like meet her. So I asked like, um, like, you know, the people that have full-time position, like, yo, what are the chances that me and like a couple other people could like, you know, go and jade? They're like, oh, like, we'll see. Like, we ended up actually going. It was pretty cool. Um, there definitely is a lot of hay from the other team, though. Like, going on content to another team's field. There were, like, so many. And we have to wear UCF merch most of the time, so I wore that. And they were like, oh, like, fuck UCF and all this stuff. I'm like, damn, like. And, like, some of them were coming at me personally. I was like, damn, like, you know, it's really not that serious. I just do this as work. Like. Yeah. The other, uh, I like creating, like. You know, like your like your question you asked previously, like I like creating for UCF, but at the same time, I try and like create other things separate from that, like the whole concert scene or just random trips and stuff. It just bringing different style into like different things basically is like what I find really cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like I'm feeling a more, you know, chill aspect with your with your media team. I had. Mine was, like, very seniority-based, you know. Right when I got to Iowa State, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go try this out. And, like, right away, they're just kind of like, yeah, so, like, you know, the, the underclassmen kind of record the smaller events, like, you know, the the soccer and the whatever, those kind of events. And then once you get the big guns, you know, you can go to the football games. So I like how you're just able to, like, wow. hop on the team and then you're able to do football games. Like, my school made it hard to get onto that football you go directly to football games, yeah. but pretty open on letting you shadow and like 
like because we just we like fill up positions. We have like at least six people on the field doing recording from different angle stuff. And then on top of that, we have like um, you know, like a couple of people doing fan stuff like me. And then there's people like um on editor side, like we just always have people everywhere. So yeah. that way it's always better to have more than less, you know what I mean? So Yeah. I haven't even looked at UCF. How are they doing, you know, like in the Big 12? Are they in the Big 12 as of this year? No, we, are, we actually are in the Big 12. So far, not good, but hopefully, you know, we're locked in and we, we get it going. Yeah, yeah. We're in the same conference now, me and you. Yeah, I know. So that should be that should be interesting. Um, yeah. But for the most part, I mean, Baylor's no hate, but Baylor's like not really all that. And we like just took it out to Baylor. So hopefully like we step up and do something but for right now it's not looking too good <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's our first the big 12 so uh hopefully we don't leave a bad uh remark on that right right talk me through who all who all have you gotten to like meet you know traveling or whatever them coming to you you met alex so i met alex i met uh who was it i met um j dope i met um pretty sure that's it so far like there hasn't been i'm not like like really connected to many teams but from our circle that's been uh it so far and definitely like i haven't been like doing away games much because right. it's just like like so hectic with like class and stuff but um and it's also like you know it's they barely send people out there like for away so right for the most part it's just those two people that i've met yeah and how important like to me You've been like an OG. How important to have like social media connections been to you and your growth as a creator and even as a person? Um, honestly, it started off with like, you know, like having having like a lot of connection is is really cool and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I just saw it as like social media because no matter how many followers I got, no matter like what happened, all this just felt like an app. And like I would create and it would just it took a big toll on me and that's why like I've took like a such a big break from social media like from creating I was just like every time I would post I would put in countless amount of hours and then all those hours had to be redeemed by like people commenting reposting and all that stuff and to be honest that's not really even up to the people it's like up to Instagram so when Instagram doesn't push it, I would take it personally and be like damn my work's ass like maybe I didn't do it well enough like maybe this is wrong that's wrong at the end of the day, I just totally forgot why I started all this. And it's like, yeah. it just it just brought me back to my roots. And I was like, okay, like, I'm not creating for anyone to see. I'm creating and then people are seeing. So all of this is is just for me on how I see the world. And on the on the top, like, people were, um, there's, there's, like, people that, like, like it, use it as inspo and all that stuff. And I, I really do appreciate that. But, um, yeah. At one point, it did get ahead of me, and uh, I I let it get to me. But the connections were super dope because it was like I would meet all these people I'd see on Instagram, like shooting for other teams, and I would see them in real life, and I'm like, wow, like this is you, this is your work, this is so cool. Like being able to finally meet people like Alex and um, Jeremy, like in person, it was it was cool, and like we all flicked up in the house too, son. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like most of our demographic of people have definitely been less aggressive on Instagram, but what I think has come true is, like, you. I know you got your group of people that you're always beat up with. Did you go to San Diego for that uh, event? Oh, maybe one time? Yeah, 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 yeah. talk to you and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so, like, it's just, um, like, 
it's pretty much half the creator crew. Like we we all met up for all for you and stuff, and we do every year. We just like cliff jump and stuff, and it's so cool. Um, it doesn't even feel like an event anymore. It just feels like I'm going out, and it's also on my birthday too. Like they usually do all for you on June 17th, which is also my birthday. So for me, it just feels like I'm going out for my birthday to like you know hang with my friends and stuff. And it's always a crazy story, bro. It doesn't even feel like like these are people I met on Instagram. It's just like yo, like these are like like I've known them like my entire life type shit. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I just did a trip to. I texted you last week that I was in Michigan. It was like a last week music video trip. Really fun. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Josh Horton. He's just a creator on Instagram. Yeah, no, I, I follow him. Uh, he makes like some cool merch and visuals, bro. Yeah, oh, he's he's amazing. He's just a genuine guy and, and all that. But um, we met up and the first day didn't feel real. But by day two, it was like, yo, we just, we're just like hanging out right now. Like, we're just here, man. It's the weirdest feeling ever, but that's how it is. Cause it's like, you know, like go back 10 years and it, it was looked upon as like a weird thing. Like, oh, like you're meeting a random person on Instagram, like that could, that could be a serial killer and stuff. And now we're just meeting random creators and it's like, yo, like we're friends. Like that's so cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, kind of what, what are you in? You know, what's your goal with, with um, college and what you're pursuing and stuff like that? It's actually crazy you ask that because it's like, I almost don't even know at this point. Um, I'm like doing all this film stuff on the side and it's like, it's getting, it's getting a good attraction and stuff like that. And people are like, wow, like you're going to go so far with this. But it's like, I'm not even going to school for that. I'm literally going to school for like computer science and stuff. So like a lot of people don't even know, like I literally like am living a double life where I'm like, like working for UCF, shooting concerts, doing this and like creating all this stuff. But also the little amount of time that I have left in my life, I'm busy doing school and coding and all this stuff. And it's like, that is like a full-time life for other people. So I'm having to like split both of those things into two and put in enough time for school and work, but also the same time as my passion. And it, it does get like exhausting sometimes, but yeah, you know, that's the me even more doing it. Right. And how do you like computer science itself, like the coding life? Not not feeling it? No, not it. I just Dude, I'm I always wanna say like if I were to relive life and like I wouldn't have taken, you know, my, my leap towards entrepreneurship so fast, like computer science isn't the worst way to go. In my opinion. I mean, but you're living it right now. Maybe I'm wrong. Well Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that because I'm done. I'll say it straight out. I'm doing it for the money. Um, it's it pays so well, and it's so, like, I'm not gonna say it's easy. Definitely not. Like the class I'm taking, they're literally weed out classes for people that are just doing it for that. So you really have to do learn. But once you do learn and you have somewhat of a will to live and work in the field, um, you do make a good amount of money, and that's the reason I'm doing it. Because no matter how big I get in the video side, whatever it is, you never, you know the. The industry we're in, it's like, it's it's not stable. I've, I'll say this. I worked um when I went out this summer, so California for all for you. I somehow ended up getting a gig for T-Mobile, and I shot an ad for T-Mobile on a on an iPhone. Like, I I didn't even direct it. I was literally a cameraman and edited for a whole week, multiple like a lot of revisions, like at least three to five revisions a day, and it was like. 
big revisions where it was like I would take a couple of hours to load it and all within time I was flying. So it'd be like T-Mobile's like, yo, like we need this edit out by like in the next like 30 minutes. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to board my flight in like 20 minutes. Like that's not really possible. Um, and it was, it was such a stressful thing. But even then, like, you know, you get work done. It feels good. I secured that ended up, it was uh base pay was like 3k. Um, taxes took out a, a lot. Um, right after that, I ended up securing another job with, um, a client. I flew out to, um, Minnesota. Um, and it was a wrestling client I shot for I sh It was pretty hectic, but ended up doing that. Um, they paid for everything, another 3k. And then I ended up shooting, um, D1 ninjas. It was like, you know, like the people on TV that do like the, the rope swinging and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's like a little like ninja stuff. Yeah. Um, it's actually a sport and they were, it was, I was a photographer for that three days to 2000. So like, it was like a seven K base rate month. And I was like, wow, like a kid going from like a couple hundred dollars, like every two months just hit seven K mark in one month. Like this is this is amazing. But then the next month came and I was like, okay, where's the work? All these came to me. Well, I didn't really, was just like, okay, like, where am I going with this? Um, the next month was super slow. I think I didn't actually have anything. And it's the next two months were also slow and there's not much. So it's like with this job, like, you know, it's hard unless you're like, you have to wake up every day. Like, okay, what do I do? Like, what do I shoot to make this money? stuff? So it's like, it's, that's just not something I want my future to worry about, like waking up every day and thinking like, okay, I need to do something today or else I'm not making money other than having a, you know, a job where I code something or I'm trying to be a project manager. So not really code, but, uh, manage that stuff, get it done, knock it out and boom, I'm done with that. And then I can do like my film stuff on the side. Like I'll still be doing that, but I'm trying to find a middle ground where I can do both project management and video editing on one secure payment and boom we're good type of thing. yeah yeah no i love i love that plan i mean yeah you to 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 get a consistent flow of video work you gotta get up for about four months straight and be like i'm literally ride or dying this like it's do or die like you have to go at it every day like it's intense so but that's the realest thing ever you know 7k one month and then the next month you're at zero yeah. You know, it's a lot of people don't see that. Like, you know, I used to look at all my friends out in LA and I'm like, you know, like they're like, yeah, I'm making like seven, eight bands a month, all this stuff. Like we're doing good. But realistically, it's like they're grinding out there to make that 7K. It's not like, oh, like they're sitting on their ass and, you know, making 7K. Yeah. There's a lot of editing jobs I picked up from my friends in LA and it was like, you know, like so less for so much. And I was like in shock. I edited a podcast video, like an hour of cuts, probably over a couple hundred like little segments of cuts and match audio and match different angles and all that stuff, all for a hundred dollars. I think I worked like eight, eight plus hours editing that. And I was like, I vowed myself never again will I do that for any of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the computer science thing is solid. And I really think when you get into it, I think the workflow of that and like the, the amount of like big picture stuff you get done in that job opens your eyes and even makes like doing our creative stuff a little more easier and fun, you know, well, like, most career. you know what I mean? So I, I love that point. Uh, what, have you done any like internships with that at all yet? Or are you still relatively new to it? 
I'm like still relatively new to it. Right now I'm taking CS1, which is like a weed out class. It's like probably one of the, like the, there's CS1 and CS2. And after you pass those, you kind of pretty much have your degree done. So it's like, I took like a couple computer science classes and now it's up to that class and it's a weed out class. So I'm like literally on the verge where I'm like, I need to push it through, but it's like, I don't understand it. Um, it's just, it's just going, but trying to figure it out as I go, kind of. Yeah. And I, I think right now we're in the prime area of like, you know, having that coding knowledge is very, very essential. Like here in a few, you know, a few decades, maybe it would, won't be as essential because it'll be more of a common knowledge. But right now that isn't an asset. Like it's going to last for a while, you know? Yeah. And I mean, as, as like, um, as much as it is, it's also kind of getting like teared down by chat GPT. Like, I don't know if you've seen the new update, but Chad can now search the web. And it's like, that leaves it with like a lot of knowledge and like a lot of these uh, new tools that are coming out and all this stuff is using that AI technology to like draw information. Like people are making infinite calculators and all this stuff using like referencing chat. So it has like, you don't have to know, like use like general, like different bodies of codes uh, throwing data in there. It's just one segment of chat refraining everything from like whatever you ask it so you can make anything with that technology now and you and you think that's a threat to you like in your job like are you worried about that not really but it's it's definitely something to worry about because although you do need people to code a lot of um i think about a year ago like as i was doing like one of my classes i saw on the news like a lot of people from microsoft and google lost their job not because of this but on top of this there are people that they can hire back in different countries that do the job for people here way less. If you're paying someone here like 120K for a job, you can hire six people over there for 10K to 12K each who would also do that and you can distribute that. So make sure there's no problem within the job that you're giving one person to do because it's being distributed within six different processes. So uh, that's kind of been one of the things, but it's like I'm not really worried because there will always... Like, my degree is not just computer science. It's interdisciplinary. So my degree is split into three. I have uh, graphic design, computer science, and marketing. So I always can switch to different outputs of, of work because I'll have, like, enough information on each one of those. So I've never, I've never heard of that. How does that, how do you break that down? Like, how do you have the three kind of emphases? So it's basically, like, building your own... Um, own major basically it's not really looked at at the as the best thing because it's like say you want to get a job in the computer science field they're gonna look at you and be like okay like you only know a section of what these other people that we're trying to recruit know um why should we hire you it's so they're most likely not gonna hire you in that sense but it's like if you're looking for a very specific job like a project management graphic design in some marketing field it's like the best for you because you have all three like in your in your pocket you know every one of those you're perfect for the job so it's like one of those things so i have to figure out exactly what niche based job i'm looking for in that section and then it, i could i could figure that out but yeah so what's the title of your degree called with all those three things in mind oh where'd it go all right can you see me yeah yeah, yeah you're chilling I just cut off for a second. My bad. Uh, with with that, like I honestly thought of like working like in a company like TikTok or something or YouTube, 
and being like um some type of back-end marketing like um project manager or something like that not necessarily in the marketing but project management side so don't really have to code but i also have information on the graphic end and the marketing end so i could be that person that puts it together yeah no there there has to be a position like that right right oh 100 percent well i think i think that's unique like the that kind of style like at my school um graphic design and marketing and computer science are in three different schools you know what i mean because there's there are colleges like you have the main college but then you have your college of design college oh yeah same with us yeah have like the different different colleges too like and there's a way you can just kind of combine them all together with all three emphasis that's really cool but imagine like it's almost like a minor like you're doing like three right. different minds and all three combined into one is like a whole major itself. Right. But they they hate it when you refer to it as a minor. They call it three little, two big segments and one little one. So that's how they like referring to it. But it's usually that. You're just taking classes from, uh, they have a requirement. It tells you like what specifically you need to fulfill to get that side satisfied. So it's usually like you need to take like three lower level, like five upper level classes in this uh, thing. And you can pick from these and there's like pre uh, prerequisites for those, but that's about it. There's not like, they don't go too in depth with any of the yeah. ones. Yeah. And I could be tripping out, but maybe during your time doing college before UCF, were you like looking into being maybe a doctor or was yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. Actually yeah. a nurse teacher. Um, and I, I almost went through with it. I did like all my stuff. Um, I think a lot of people know this. I changed my major like probably like a good amount of times. I've tried everything. Like I went from nurse. Well, I was actually, I went from nursing to graphic design to uh, web design to video game management, like like video game illustrating design line, which was all the way in downtown. So I like moved to a whole different school in downtown. And then I moved back and I'm like, I'm not doing that. And finally, I, I had so many, like, I pretty much had my associates um, done with random classes. And I was like, holy crap, like, I have to restart whatever I started. And then I stumbled across interdisciplinary, which is like, okay, you don't have to do anything. You might lose a little bit of credit, but it's like, you can use this, 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 and combine it. And you wouldn't lose, like, your entire, like, 60 credits. And you can just reuse it and just keep going. And I was like, okay, that sounds like the best option for me. No kidding, man. Like, like I said, like computer science, like that would be if I were to restart life and go go somewhere hard at thing like that would be I like that. I like what you're going towards. Well, you know, the emphasis and whatever. But right, right. what I mean, that is so sick. Yeah, it's hard to maintain time when it comes to that, because it's like, like, let alone last week, I had like um, an economy quiz, like one of my first economy quizzes, uh, microeconomy quiz do. And I also had like two big computer science uh, computer science assignments that like took probably the entire week like you have to grind it out for a couple out like for eight to ten hours each day for a whole week to output that and on top of that i directed one music video and served as a uh, assistant director in another video and like it was my friend who was moving to la and we just we grinded that out and it was by the end of it i was insanely exhausted because it's like like, I had no time to even breathe. Like, there were days where I, like, didn't even sleep, and I just would just finish the video, like, eat, and then, like, it was somehow, like, 5 a.m., and I would just, like, stay up and go to class, and that was it. Like, I get it, bro. How quick did you turn that thing around? 
Um, I, I would say like it sounds like I had the whole thing in the bag, but like there were part like after the whole thing, I did put a couple of, like the rest of the hours that I had into the assignment stuff, and me and a whole bunch of other students did not like get the assignment down perfectly because there's so much of the code, bro. Like we we worked like a uh, whole week and we got like our achievement was the code finally runs. So that's how bad it was. Like it was like even like we couldn't even get the code to run. So right. It was an L we got, but like, you know, like the best we got is probably like a 50 and the class gets curved. So it's not too off. Right. Right. How about the music video? Oh, I mean, we did amazing on it. We probably shouldn't say this on video, but we trespassed like, um, on what's it called? Um, we it was an abandoned set that me and my friend had scouted out before. And it was like one of the, you know, first music videos I've actually like had a whole like team on. Um, and it was like, we scouted out the location. We brought like, we scout like the day that we went to the location. It was like, there were like sheriffs lined up, like in the, in the back end of the, it was an abandoned resort. And like, yeah. There were people scouting it out and everyone's like, no, like we should cancel. I was like, no, nah, like if we're already here, we drove an hour. Um, let's just get it done. And like we went, we got it done. Um, it was super sketch. Like there were, there's supposedly a homeless man that lives there. His name's Jack. And you're we like, let's not meet Jack. We got pepper spray just in case. It was whack. But uh, at the end of the day, like we got that done. The, vid the video came out super amazing. Um, we made it work because my friend was moving literally like two days within the like shooting these two music videos. So he's like packing half the time, half the gears, like probably already left. He shipped it out. So it's like we made stuff work. Like at one point we had a rig, a car rig, I think you saw on my story. And like we went out, we set it up just to realize he didn't have the tool to screw it in. So I had to think in the moment we were, it was literally like 3 a.m. And we're already like 30, 35 minutes from the house. And he doesn't even know if he has it in the house. And we're all tired. Like, the artist has to go home. Like, he has, like, work in the morning. So I was like, okay, like, think fast. So I just took my belt off. Belt, like, put the belt around the camera. Somehow secured it. We got the shot, and we wrapped it up. Um, it's like, I wanted to get something down rather than nothing because my friend was going to ship out his car rig literally the next day, and we, we just didn't have time. So I was like, the best-case scenario is just making it work in some way. And that's always been my, um, like, idea, like, of anything. You know, just get the shot no matter what at any cost. And I've, I've always been doing that, whether it's UCF or my own shoots or whatever I'm directing. It's it's just not the best situation, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, how was how was working with kind of a team? You know, what, what what how big was it and whatever? So it's not as big as I'm describing it. it we did not. Yeah, I did it different things but like my friend who had the gear like this was my first time directing a video on a red camera um it was at first it was like kind of scary because i'm like wait like i don't know if i'm at the level where i can direct something on like a on a set like that we're like making like it's always been a run and gun shoot for me um but you know like i was like okay you know what like i'll make the best of it and the person, like my friend DJ, who I did work with, um, he he had the camera, he had the supply, he had like expensive lights, and he took care of it mostly because you know he is a DP and he's trying to be in that DP scene a lot. So he's been like, he got he took care of the lights, he took care of everything, and like I just had to you know do my job as a director. We obviously had like my roommates, um, 
helping with just holding the light in this way or that way, playing the song, stuff like that. But um, it was definitely fun, like being like a director of some sort for the first time, because it's always been like a run and gun shoot. You know, you just shoot like the artist rapping and stuff. But adding in a vibe, adding in an image of what you're creating before you even create it is definitely like one of those things that are not easy. And I've never really done that before. Yeah. Me and you, we don't do that thing called pre-production all the time. We just kind of <laughs> do our it's thing. Like, it's no world. Like people, like people, that's, that's an essential to them. And it's, it's so cool to see that. Yeah. That's, that was my first question was like, how the heck did you get that gear, bro? Like you had like a, like a off camera monitor that you're looking at and everything. Like it looked sick, man. I know. I'm like, I'm like doing it. I'm, I was so hyped. I'm like sitting there, like looking at a thing being like, yeah, um, yeah, make sure we, we need a little bit more energy. Let's uh let's get a little bit more light on them. Let's change this. Let's change that. And I'm like, wow, like I'm actually doing this. Like this is so cool. Even though this is not it, like the artist is one of my childhood best friends or friends. Yeah. Um, and like we grew up together. And when I first like I actually got a camera, like we would goof around with the camera all the time. So it was like it was like watching something like that grow into like actually making a video for him was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I've I've just found out that very rarely do you get an opportunity because you earned it. I mean, you earn it, whatever, but it's usually because you know someone. And I I I don't I don't I don't discredit that. I'm like, hey, we've been buddies. Like, this is a this is a gig, you know. I'm gonna treat it as a gig. It is surreal. Sorry, judge me. But no, no, I like yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh my bad. I was saying yeah. I found that out Loki like last year too. Like it's like you never. Or it's like you know someone or someone knows someone that is like, okay, I know a guy. And that's how yeah. that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. Like that T-Mobile thing, I saw you get on that and I'm like, let's go, Melly. Yeah, I saw it on the chat. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, it's so crazy because like me, Ari, and the boys, we were literally walking down to like, like the beach where there's no reception as he posted it. So literally if he texted that within like three to five minutes later, it would have been someone else. And um, the guy, like, Con was telling me, too, the guy that um, was, like, directing the whole thing, he was, like, he told me in the car uh, on our way back from the shoot, he was, like, yeah, like, um, Con told me you answered the thing first, and he sent your number first. And he was, like, I was, the guy said, she was, like, I, I could have picked anyone, but, like, um, you know, I saw your name first, I wanted to give you a try, and that's how it goes. So sometimes it's not even about talent, bro. Like, literally, if you're first in line, People are going to hit you up and the luck just, it just works from there. If you pass the vibe check, that's all it takes. Right. I don't, I don't think he needed to see any of my work because it was so simple and stuff. He just like, he called, he gave me a call and was like, okay, like, here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to get done. Here's a payout. And I was like, 3K T-Mobile. Can I take this on? Like, can I actually perform like at a level they need me to be? So I was super sketched out at first, but I was like, you know what? Like I can do this. I just cannot mess up yeah i mean that you know, there's a little bit of corporate bs in there too like they, they make it seem like a crazy gig but at the end of the day like you knew exactly how to do it you know what i'm saying oh yeah this was like it was insane because i i almost am sure you don't even need to be a videographer of any sort to do what they did all i did was literally move a tripod and like they didn't even need me to like give them ideas but i did anyways i was like okay this angle might be a little bit better this crop is a little bit better this lighting is a little bit better all that stuff but 
it was as simple as like they could have done it themselves too. Honestly, they didn't even need a team. It was um, uh, Ariana Matrix, who was uh, like she was a so like an actor back in the day or whatever, um, who was the talent for the video. And T-Mobile reached out to her to make a just a video herself, but she was like, oh, like I don't know how to and stuff. Like I want to make this good, so she got a team on it. So Loki, we didn't even need a team. She could have. It's it was as simple as she just makes a video about it. So right, right. And at the end of the day, if you like, you know, make a little client list, you can be like. Yep, done work for uh, T-Mobile, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's all crazy to see because I didn't think, it was not even a video, it was a reel. So, like, when I, like, posted about it, like, I didn't even check up on it. One of my friends sent the reel and was like, yo, this video got, like, 1.3 mil, like, views. Really crazy. Um, and I was like, wow, like, that's actually cool. Like, because they didn't credit me or anything, but it's like, if I know, I know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Dang, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I bet I bet you got those other two jobs from just connections too, or maybe not. Or what? Be really? really yeah. What's it called? The so the the guy I worked with the wrestling thing that flew me out. We actually, you know, respective collective, right? Respective uh, had we worked me and one of my buddies from the internship. We worked for respective collective. Um, like for that gig, we were reached out. So we shot like that family like before, like last year in the winter time. Um, or actually springtime. So they reached out again and they wanted to work with me instead of like reaching out through them and all that stuff. So I just, I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so that was from a peer connection. And even the other one was like a peer connection too. They were um, a friend of a friend knew, like, I mean, the guy was following me from a while and he was trying to create a team of photographers that could, you know, take care of this entire event. And he just reached out. And fun fact, I actually like, I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but I actually was not following him. So I had to, you know, occasionally I check my requests and stuff and I see, um, you know, the DM and sometimes they're bots and stuff. So you don't really like always trust them, but this one seemed pretty genuine. And he was like, this is the gig, this is this. So I was like, okay. So I messaged him back and he was like, what's your email? He sent me all the information and stuff. And it actually ended up being for real. And the guy ended up, he was actually, he lived in my neighborhood. I didn't even know this. Yeah. Like we were living in the same neighborhood and everything. It's it's actually really funny. Uh, yeah, dude. But sometimes it's, it's 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 literally as easy as checking your like requests and stuff because you never know who sees your work. Like people repost stuff, and you know you you don't know who they're following or who's following them and stuff. So it could next thing you know you you post a piece of work that you don't think is like cool and Shaq is seeing your work or like Kobe like well Kobe's dead but stretch. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you do like Steph Curry or like, like Travis Scott see your work? Who knows? Like work just flies around nowadays, and I really find that to be really cool. It really does. I mean, I consider myself a small creator. You're a creator a little bit bigger than me, but it's like still both of us. We've covered millions of eyes between the me and you. Like it's crazy how stuff gets seen. Yeah, and you know this. Our circle is so big that like even just our little friend group we have so many people in different areas and they like occasionally repost our work. So it's like so many different people are just seeing our work and they don't probably even speak English. And it's so insane to me. Like I know my cousin back in, um, I'm taking a trip back to my uh, home country, like in the winter time. So hopefully I create something cool, but you know, every time I create it, he doesn't have to, but he reposts my stuff and all his friends see it. And it's like, these kids are like, yo, like does your like cousin work for Netflix? Cause this is like, like Netflix level like film like what's what's going on like he sends me all that stuff like people saying and I'm just like wow 
that's actually so cool like that these people think i'm making a netflix film but it's literally just like my life little scenes of my life recorded in color <laughs> yeah. and music it's it's actually funny to see um yeah so like that like i create for it. it's like you know you see other people like feel a certain way about your work and it's to you it might not be that big of a deal but other people see it in a bigger aspect yeah we're usually pretty hard on ourselves we're not going to give it to ourselves like what we're doing but once you once you kind of get a few of the like we shouldn't rely on you know those type of comments or whatever but they make the they make the old heart feel good when you hear them you know most definitely yeah for sure anything uh, happened so yeah all this crap aside man where the heck did you get started on all this crap you know why 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 has your life been around you know making content whenever how did you how did you find out about this crap it's funny to say i actually used to like i was in um one of my friends growing up he was uh we're not really friends much anymore but he was into like film like a lot and he would have he was a canadian he was rich um and he always had like expensive camera equipment and me as a kid i would always watch like you know those uh channels on uh youtube like teaching men's fashion or they would teach like uh how to take care of yourself as a guy and i was like wow like i want to be that guy i want to be that alpha guy um so i was like as a joke in high school i was like okay like probably not even as a joke <laughs> i'm so serious i was like I want to be one of those guys, like, but for teenagers. So me and him started recording and it was so cringy. After a couple videos down, like, um, like videos like, oh, then, uh, my wake up morning routine, uh, my night routine or, uh, shopping for high school kids under a hundred dollars, something like that. Um, and I was like, after a while, I was like, wow, I can't, he started getting busy. He ended up getting a girlfriend. So I was like, okay, he's not able to help me out like that much, but I need to do this on my own. And I got a camera after like persuading my mom for a super long time. Um, and what ended up happening was I finally saved up enough to get a camera. But by then I was like, wow, like there's so much I can do with this camera. Like, well, it first started out with, you know how like those YouTube influencers, mostly push out their content on instagram first so they take like cool fit pictures in nature and then they edit it and post it so it started off as that and then i somehow discovered sam colder like within like a couple of days of that and i was like wow like this is never mind scratch all of that i want to be a travel photographer so i started like we started going on family trips i would create little uh videos and stuff um i could send you a couple like like stupid like first videos i've made um started off as that and then i was like wow like this is this is cool i started like taking him i was trying to get my parents to go on more trips um we went out to new york i made a little new york montage that i never even used and fast forward i lost like my hard drive broke and stuff um so i never i don't even have those clips um and it's like i was just walking around with a camera thinking i could literally do what these people are doing in this industry because that's all it takes to get started and I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. And it turned from like a kid wanting to be a, like a little YouTube fashion thing to like being a videographer, filming various different things. Like one for one moment, I could be filming a concert to like literally like Teen Ninjas to fucking uh, UCF football. So it just it was like so cool to see that you can do so much thing with various different things. And people 
my almost all of my work is based around people. It's fan shots, ambience, how like how I see the world. And once I found that people were seeing the way I'm seeing the world, it was so cool because it could have been just I'm feeling down and I throw like, you know, one of my videos recently, it was just I was not feeling it. And I just made I found a sound that just I vibed with. And it was literally shots of me um, going through like when I wasn't feeling so well. It was as simple as me walking through like a hike or running through a field. And people were like, wow, this is a really calm video. And I, it made me feel better because I'm like, wow, like other people are seeing how I feel without me having to write some embarrassing words on like how I'm feeling or how like this happened, that happened, all this stuff. I don't need that. I don't like, it's just people have feel that way that I feel while I'm creating this video. And that just was enough for me. They didn't have to like it. They didn't have to comment. That's just what I wanted from the video, and I got that. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, what's your first moment where, like, you know, you were posting, you know, that stuff, trying to get into a, you know, seeing Sam Colder. When when did you first like connect with someone about maybe your video or their video? Like, who's your first connection online where you're like, oh my gosh? Um, it wasn't even like a like a oh my god, this big person just followed me. It was as simple as like. We're not as close anymore, but one of my, I would say my best friend is literally Matias. And it was as simple as we were both like in a group chat of like this creator we knew. And it was just his engagement group chat. And um, he was like the only person I kind of followed from that thing. And at the time, one of my other friends were rapping and um, he was like, he wanted to create a music video. But I had the idea, like, what if I get a couple different individuals from, like, as that time is when we had, when I discovered, like, all these other creators, like, around different parts of the world, but none of us were even close to big yet. So I was like, what if I get different individual creators to work on one music video, but get, like, six different visions into one, and it's, like, an insane video? Oh, I remember that, bro. I think I remember that you were there. I reached out to Matias, and he was like, okay, like, I can help with that. That is how the Glizzy Gobblers were made. He made a group chat, and that group chat, that video ended up falling through. We, he didn't even, he wasn't even serious about the video. But that small little canon event led to where I am today. Like yeah. that group chat gave me so much purpose within. Like when I first started, I didn't even, I was just doing it just because I had a camera in my bedroom. But it, I saw like the amount of talent in that group, and I'm like this is insane we have neve out here like filming with just little stuff and he's doing crazy stuff matias was creating crazy visuals and i was like wow like i need to hop on this i need to start taking this stuff serious and i did and within i think it marks like three four years now that i took it seriously and it's like i'm doing insane things um and even even all of them like neve is literally the king of underground now like he's literally filming for any artist that we could think of underground and it's really cool and matias is like He's been taken off ever since that. And we did a little collab video. I don't know if you remember that little Glizzy Gobbler, like, collaboration video. Yeah, cool. Like, our, our year or whatever. And that was, like, the first film I actually made, like, that was, like, I would say good. If you scroll all the way down on my page, I'm pretty sure that's my first ever video that I even kept on there. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, from that point on, it just took off. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was getting confused by. I didn't join right away because I wasn't quite in the, the circle yet. But over time, I would have joined. And then that collab video that you actually did put out was happening. So, yeah, that's it was just crazy to me, you know? Yeah. 
And it's like, I mean, regardless, like even now, like years down the line, like it's like it's nothing has changed. Like no matter who's in what industry, we're all still friends. Like, I mean, like our friends are literally made a whole like clothing company. Like I'm wearing it right now, Compass, where like they like even you make clothes and it's like there's so much. It's just so much more than just video and photo. It's like people are doing like continue their story in all different aspects like yeah. friends clothing you know whatever it is it's it's amazing yeah i tried to find one person that just dropped off the map i couldn't find one like each of them are doing something or if they if they did drop off the map they did it for a good purpose and they're doing something purposeful you know what i'm saying oh i could not i could not find one person that's just like not going after it is it, it uh made it made creating and whatever around it feel a little less isolating and gave us the confidence to go out and do it, you know? So, Glizzy Gobblers is a piece of history, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's definitely, as funny as it is as it sounds, it is a big movement. And um, you remember, you've been following me for so long, like, I've almost quit so many times because, you know, like, change my major, I'm like, I need to dedicate a full-time amount of time to this. Like, right as I switched to computer science, I, like, literally almost let it go. But there's been so many people that are like, dude, you don't need to let it go. Like, keep continuing it, but just don't put as much as emphasis on it. And it's like, now that I look at it, I've been wanting to quit so many times that now I can't see myself quitting it. It will always be, like, like something that, you know, I will do. Like, even if it's not big, it will just be, like, a dad with a camera. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I like I like how you're viewing it, like, I've I've been viewing my life more like on a project basis, like this is just a project. So like kind of computer science is just like one of your many projects that you're gonna be doing throughout the years. Like you still got time to do all the extra crap. So I like I like kind of how you're viewing that. I think that's a good way to go about it. Yeah, it's like with life, like you never know where it could go. Like at the end of the day, it just comes down to like, you know, what you're feeling in the moment. Like right now I could be feeling like you know, a videographer, but the next moment I'm like, you know, I could, I want to be a marketer. I want to be like, uh, like a project manager or something. So it, it just varies. Like your, your feelings change, your mood changes, it comes and goes, but it's just one of those things like with video, I don't see myself letting it go anytime soon. No, like we got the skills, you know, might as well keep it somewhat. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, it doesn't even have to be like in an industry, you just create just to create. That's what I did like for most of my life. And we see it like happen with a lot of people like Andre, people hire him, not because he's creating for them, but he, they see him create the content. They're like, we need that for what, like you just create, do your thing, but for us. And that's how he's getting work. And don't sell, don't sell yourself. I mean, don't sell your work, sell yourself because that's what people are buying at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been working on my old personal brand just because I think it's so valuable. I mean, Andre's really got it down with, with his style and stuff like that. Seeing him get set stuff and, you know, getting paid for that stuff. He's got it down, man. He's doing yeah. Like, he recently just shot, uh, uh, I was on call with him, he recently just shot um, a concert. And it's like Andre, a concert, like, those are two things that I, I didn't think I would see anytime soon. But it was like, I didn't know how it would work. But once I saw the video, I was like, wow, like, this is exactly what, like I would see Andre do at a concert, like film people, film like stuff that he's been doing on his own, just going to like festivals and um like uh on rides, just filming his foot and like like his friends having fun. That's exactly what he's doing out here, but now he's getting paid. Yeah. 
SoCal Andre is about to be a new breed of like crazy. Oh, I'm so excited to see it. And it's it, it's it's not even SoCal. It's literally like LA Andre. He's literally with Ari and all of them like every other day. Yes, yeah. it's uh, it's really funny to see because it's like for so long we've been like all in different sections and now like different homies are with different people and it's like like for crying out loud noah and ari and all of them live together and every time i go it's like i'm just like wow this started as like literally a instagram group and now these are roommates like yeah scraps absolutely nuts i I almost have too many people in la i need to visit now it's kind of it's kind of crazy just from like online connections Bro, for real, like every time I go, even like one of one of the people I went with for my first trip, my uh, one of my best friends, Reese, he used to make music and stuff. Um, you know that song in the middle of the night? Uh, if I listen to it, probably Maiden. Yeah, like who's it by? Ellie something. Gotcha. I'll listen to it afterwards. Anyways, it's it. The song went viral and stuff. Fast forward, like me and him go out to LA. He was telling me about this one girl and stuff, and I was like, oh, cool. He is dating that girl. Like, she she is like a big listen. And they're, they're like, he moved out to LA and like, they've been dating for like a year now. It's like, like, wow. Like, that's actually it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, I think I went out to LA like two times after that. And every time I'm like, yo, like, I'll, like, I'll come out and see you again and all this stuff. And it's like, I'm so busy with people and it's like, I don't even have a ride. So it's like, I can never find time. There's so many people out there. It's like to to spend time with everyone, you have to be out there for more than a week at least. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got family there too. So like I got it's so I got way too much. Like I got family there and then I got all these creators. Um, and they're all along the coast too. Like I gotta go to Santa Barbara, you gotta go to LA, I gotta go to Orange County. I mean, it's just such a big area, but they're all in there, bro. That is. Yeah. Guess who else guess guess who else just moved there? Who? Henry Smizek. You know that name? No way. Yeah, he's in L.A. now. <laughs> the logic tour. What happened to the logic tour? Oh, wait. Well, yeah, that's over with now. Like, oh, yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. So he did that. I mean, he's he's been doing crazy stuff. So it's fine. It's cool to see him in an area that he's been wanting to be in for a while. But, like, just another person I got to visit. It's, it's fun. It's actually crazy. You know, like, see, Henry always had crazy work. But never in a million years would I thought him and Logic would be like a thing that I would see out in the real world. And it's like, I saw Logic appreciating Henry at, at a time. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, this just made my months. Like, forget a day, forget an hour. Like, this made my entire month. Seeing someone, like, someone's music I listened to, like, appreciate their videographer, put so much respect for both of them. And I was like, wow, like, this is really amazing. I think that's funny you say that. I sent that video to my mom and dad, and I'm like, this is what I do this for. Like, this type like this type of stuff is, like, warms your heart, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't happen that often. Like, the way he described Henry and all that stuff, like, let alone just, you know, talking about your videographer at your concert, giving the light to someone like that, and then the way he described me was just, like, you know, brought tears into my eyes. Like, it was, it was beautiful. It's beautiful, and, and you know, like, you know, we have our own goals, but like that's 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 one of his goals that he just completed. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's his top artist of all time. I mean, it's, yeah. that's just crazy to me. I mean, I'm super happy for him, like that he got to shoot with an artist like that. Like, growing up, getting in the music scene, I was like, okay, like I want to be a, my biggest dream. Forget nursing, forget computer science. It's always been being a tour videographer slash photographer for an artist. 
like being able to go on a private jet, hop on a concert and like wrap it up and just hop back in. You never know where you're going to. Like this morning, you could be literally anywhere. It was like just a perfect idea for me. Seeing like Sam Colder do that with uh, like Odessa or Coldplay and stuff like that. I was just like, wow, like this is like insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, that's something I wanted to do. But then I was like getting into the scene. It's like, it's a lot harder than you think it is. Cause no art, no video um, artist is just like picking up their, like a single videographer for like that. And even if they do um, something that happened with little Tekka and stuff, um, little Tekka hired like galactic hired Bryson and he chose a smart decision where he ended up doing was every town he went to, he would pick a couple videographers from that town to come shoot for him. And then he would shoot. So he would have different types of like creatives create their own vision for Loteca and he would put it together. And that way he wasn't really working all that much, but he would have so much like an abundance of different like styles brought into one. And they would like me, Matias and Devin um, and um, Artie, we all picked it up. And like we created something really cool and that was like the first time i actually ever shot like a concert and it was it was so cool to see and like connect with someone like i looked up to because bryson has been shooting rolling loud for such a long time and i would see him do it and i was like wow like that is that is who i want to be when i grow up yeah to this day you still feeling that yeah to this to this day i see him like he's he doesn't um he's kind of laid off a little bit but he's still one of my top inspiration and I'm glad I got to work with, like, a lot of people I looked up to, um, thanks to, like, Matias and a, a lot of the other creatives I worked with. But um, it was, like, working with Bryson would have never been possible if it wasn't for Matias, like, because Matias, he was following Matias. So he, when Matias reached out, Matias was a chief for this. He reached out to um, Bryson, but instead of being like, hey, my friend wants to shoot this, Matias flew all the way down from California to Florida to stay with me for a week. And he was like, okay, I'm going to film it and I want to bring my friends into it. And it was, nice. that is the most G shit I, like I've ever witnessed. And he will, uh, Matias will always be my number one inspiration. And then everyone else is like below that. But yeah, like that man is just, he's always a homie. Yeah. He'll always be there. He's everyone's, no matter how close you are to him now, he's everyone's first name. When you talk about like the color chats and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, Matias. Mine's Matias. My first my first social media connection, like authentic, authentic, was like Matias plugging me in. I'm saying he's he's a founding father because he doesn't he does not judge no matter like how small or how big the creator is. He always sees everyone as the same. And a bunch of the time, Matias had to humble me myself, like because I would like I would do stuff and I was like, wow, like like this is I'm like so cool and stuff. So he would be like, tone it down a notch, bro. Like yes, um. And he's he's he will always be like, you know, he's he's that one friend that all you everyone needs, right? No matter if it's video or like anything. Yeah, it's easy, really easy to get entitled once you get your first like thing. You're like, oh, I'm oh, the okay. top boy. And it was, yeah, it's even worse because I got to film one of my favorite artists for my first concert. So I was like, wait, like I'm literally like I'm about to film Rolling Loud next, and then we're gonna have, uh, um, like. Lollapalooza next and then we'll have this next and it was like I I was skipping so much steps in my head that I almost forgot that it's there's a lot more to that you can't land your first concert and expect to reach the top and this is the same thing Matias told me he was like you know like 
if it went from shooting your first concert to rolling loud that fast, what's after that? Like you always need something to go up to. You can't always start at the top. So no matter where you are, you it's not like you're never going to go down. You can you can go down, you can go up, but it's always going to be like up and down. That's how I just live in this industry. Yeah, that's something I've kind of almost taken comfort to is like, I've just kind of seen life as like, there's always going to be another problem and you're going you're gonna to find a solution to it. And that's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? So when I'm rushing myself to get myself ahead so I don't have any more problems, I'm like, that's not even realistic, dude. Like this, this is life. So I, it like makes me slow down and just appreciate the process of like, hey, I get to solve this problem today. Like this is part of what makes life life. Exactly. That's, it took me a long time to figure that out because I went through like a lot of things with family or relationships and stuff. But one thing I realized was like it's everything will sort itself out. You just can't let it get to you. Like, yeah. never lose hope. Like, I've been in so many situations where I was like, wow, like, it's over. Like, you know, like, I can't ever go back to what it was and stuff. But it was like, you know, like, things things will go back no matter what. Yes. Everyone works out. Yeah. Dude, what's kind of what's kind of next for you? I'll just let you take that whatever direction you want to. Um, Low-key don't know. I have, like, one and a half year left. I definitely want to do more concerts. I've been um, shooting more concerts here and there. Um, I definitely just want to do some, like, find um, a new direction in a way. I've been getting more into a different style of videography, so it's it's um, trying to see where that goes. I'm trying to implement that within different sections of, like, like sports or, uh, like, concerts or stuff like that. So I've always, you know how the industry is with, different things it's like a certain person could like a project is never just one person it you have a person that does coloring a person that does sound design and all that stuff and one thing that i've always made sure to do was i basically instead of hiring people like sure i'll hire people if i need to but for the most part it's usually like i try learning it myself so i know when i'm looking for someone to do a certain job i know exactly what i'm looking for and what that is so i taught myself how to sound design in multiple different ways. I taught myself how to color grade in DaVinci. So I know like when I ask someone to color grade what it is, basically building a one-man crew for me. But if I ever do need someone, like I know what to look for. And it's one of those things where like, sure, you don't need to do all that. You can optimize your time and hire different people and stuff. But once you learn how to do it, you learn you learn to appreciate that person a lot more and that piece of work a lot more. Because no, it's so hard for one man to do so many different things. And like doing it humbles you, but yeah, I want to like implement that type of stuff. Like I finally found a grade of color that I like and the way of coloring and every project I do, I, I look forward to coloring and sound design. Um, but yeah, I want to keep testing out the water and see like what type of work I get. It's always some crazy stuff that like, you know, I end up just getting like crazy things out of nowhere. It could be like shooting like Ninja Warriors or like going with a, family to in the middle of nowhere to film like a wrestling match it, yeah it's always something but one thing i just want to get a stable amount to where i can create and i want to like go more towards towards like the director stand i feel like i've been just free balling for too long and it's now time to get a little bit on the more professional level and work as a team like ucf 
UCF is like the only team I've been working for so far, but definitely like in the music video scene or whatever it is, I want to work in more less run and gun and more like profound sets and teams. So yeah, it's that. yeah, freaking love it, bro. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and talking here for an hour. And it's good to, you know, have an intentional combo with you. We haven't in a while, if ever. I don't know if we ever. We like we talked before, but it wasn't even like it was just like catching up kind of thing. But this is like, like we actually like talked about like the journey. Brisbane, freaking love it. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know the pod's always an excuse to get a good combo out of someone. You know, no, dude, I've been seeing that, and it's like it was so cool to me when I saw it. And I'm like, wow, like. Isaac's doing such a cool job, like, doing this. I was like, I, I really need to hop on this. And, like, just not even to be on the podcast, but just to, like, see how it goes. Because it's so cool seeing, like, the homies do their thing. Like, I see you're, like, I haven't seen anyone in a circle, like, push something like this. So I was, I'm always here to support the homies however way I can. So Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, I'm excited. No, I got some people I need to visit in Florida, so I'm excited to make a stop down here. Oh, yeah, dude. Let me know whenever. Like, yeah. wherever it is, I'll... Sounds good, bro. Um, take her easy. Keep keep her going. Uh, yeah, I'm always here if you need something. Yeah, bro. Same with you. Like, keep sending me your work, bro. I, I love seeing your work pop up on my feed. Instagram doesn't push it much. I just have to go on your account and, like, manually see, but keep pushing, bro. I know you're going to do great things. Appreciate it, man.